0: program contains shocking content that may give you a better or worse than pessimistic hope on anything you like. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. Cole.
1: LeBron's such a fraud. He, he is such a fraud. It's it, it's so easy. It's like taking candy from a baby, as the saying goes. It is so easy to poke holes into his little discussions and arguments and, gosh, unbelievable. It's Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel. Ah. Welcome to Opposite Picks on Sports Grid Radio right here on Sirius XM Channel 204 in your local radio affiliate all around the nation on this Tuesday, March 9. Here's truly Scott Wetzel sitting in for the next two glorious hours, taking your phone calls at 844-843-6879. Again, that's toll free, 844 844- 6879. you want to follow me on Twitter, send a tweet. It is at Opposite Picks. That's O-P-P-O-S-I-T-E, Picks, P-I-C-K-S. Email me. Go to the website, OppositePicks.com. Hit the contact Scott icon and fire away. Emails, tweets, phone calls, a little YouTube chat as well. Right here again on a Tuesday, March 9th. Well, what's up, LLs? 22 in a row and counting. Too many miles. Cowboys lasso their man. Eagles name their man. Man, oh man, has that a lot of money. Uh, man, that's a one-sided trade. Price is right for the back end. Everybody is clean, but this is dirty pool. The Brown is looking for a clean slate. Uh, I'm sorry this doesn't make any sense, and uh, guess who's back on the ice tonight? We'll get to all those stories again, plus your phone calls, emails, and tweets right here on a Tuesday, March 9th. Again, what's up, LLs? Hopefully your day is uh, getting off to a rip-roaring start. Big news last night. <clears throat> the story broke, uh, I don't know, about 7.30, 8 o'clock or so. Not Not too, too late, but um Dak Prescott obviously signs the new contract or at least agrees to sign it's not really officially a done-done deal but uh he apparently agrees to a four-year 160 million dollar deal with the Dallas Cowgirls we'll get into that uh we got some other football news Les Miles much later in the night out at Kansas no big deal there but the scandal that, that went on at LSU uh has followed him to Kansas so of the uh Jayhawk said thanks, but no thanks, which might explain some things about his career. How about Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seagirls? Basically, keeping that uh, door... Now, I don't know if they're just trying to tweak him. I don't know if they're just fooling around. But they sent a letter out to all the team's season ticket holders. And they mentioned a bunch of players. Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, some members of the coaching staff, apparently they did not mention Russell Wilson. (laughs) So, uh, you know, talk about feeding fuel to the fire as far as Wilson being traded. Now, I still – I got to see this to believe it. But, you know, he will be 32 next season. He's not a spring chicken. So, uh, the more I think about it, you know, when you start handing over two, three, four first-round draft choices – and maybe if you're Seattle and you're Pete Carroll, maybe you think you've gone as far as you can go with Russell Wilson. Maybe you want to turn the page. Maybe there comes a point in time, like with you know Brady and the Patriots, where you just say, you know what, I know you're going to be good. I know you're still good, but uh, you know what, it's time to move on. And when someone's throwing you a boatload of draft choices, I can only imagine what they would get for Russell Wilson, right? But again, he will be 32 next November. So he's not a spring chicken that said, you know, quarterbacks nowadays, if you're good, you want to stay healthy, uh, you want to stay in the game, Scott Wetzel sitting in, taking you right up until uh, 7 a.m. Eastern time, just breaking down some of the NFL stuff from yesterday. Um, you know, you, you could play until your late 30s if you want to. You may not be Brady and Drew Brees, but, you know, theoretically, you, he would have about five years left, right, and play until he's 37 or so. But that's in a perfect world. He's got a happy marriage, apparently. He's got a tons of money at this point. He has a Super Bowl ring. Uh, he's probably a sure lock Hall of Famer at this point. You know, he really probably is just playing for more money. And I get you can never have too much money, but he's he's really just playing for the love of the game. And maybe that's going to wane a little bit. You know, man. You know, so you don't know what you but you know, would you give up four draft choices for us for first rounders? I wouldn't. I would. I'd give up two, uh, depending on my quarterback situation or my team situation. I wouldn't be giving up three. If I'm the Bears and I think he could put me over the top, yeah. If I'm Carolina and I'm really just getting started, nah. Washington, really just kind of getting started, nah. Although, I'll tell you what, you talk about countering a move after what Dallas did yesterday, that would be something. Uh, Eagles owner Jeffrey Lurie making some news. Our beloved Dolphins making some news as well. And uh, then we got a bunch of uh, other NBA and hockey stuff, including our boy Brian Rust, who's back on the ice tonight. How about that? And we need him. Because everything that was supposed to happen did not happen last night. Hence, our four and one opposite picks uh, came through. You know, we've it's been a little while since we've had a big day uh, going opposite. We kind of hovered around the 300 mark. But uh, the over St. Mary's last night didn't come in. It's stinking St. Mary's team stinks. So the opposite pick under came through. Uh, Pepperdine ended up uh, taking BYU to overtime. They lost, but they covered the nine. That was an opposite picks winner. Ryder wins outright over Kenichi's as a six point dog, outright winner. Uh, under UW Milwaukee, 141. You know, 20 and four of those teams were combined overs. 20 and four, their last 24 games. And that game goes under because of a 54-point first half. unstinking, believable. The only winner opposite, uh, or real pick-wise, was uh, Cleveland State, which had to rally to do so to beat UW-Milwaukee because they were losing that whole game. So, 4-1 opposite picks last night. Not bad. Cha-ching, cha-ching. Because that puts you over 20 games, over 500 by going opposite. Wow. All right, just getting underway. Lots to get to. Phone calls as well. 844-843-6879. Scott Wetzel sitting in. Touchdown, Dallas. That's why it was a very interesting call. So a big sequence in that game. Put an earmark on it. Prescott trying to take advantage. Going deep. Cooper. Oh, what a- All right, there you go, a little bit uh, from uh, Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys who get the deal done yesterday. How about that? Scott Wetzel sitting in, taking you right up until uh, 7 a.m. Eastern time, and that is the subject of our poll question today. Let's hop right on that before we break it all down most overrated quarterback or overpaid quarterback that's really how it's uh, is labeled uh you want to go Dak Prescott now 4 years 160 million 40 million a year you want to go Kirk Cousins 33 million a year you want to go Carson Wentz 32 million a year uh we got the proverbial other, and there are a few others that you could throw out there if you want. No doubt, Jared Goff and a few more. Heck, you could put in uh, Patrick Mahomes, for that matter. I'm not paying anybody $40 million. No freaking way. I- I'm just not doing it. You know what? I'll just move on. See you later. Don't let the door hit you in the ass. Uh, I-, I-, I could start all over again. I'm a good GM. I know how to pick out talent. There you go. Think about what you can put on the open market. Think about what you can get for, for uh, Patrick Mahomes. You know, if you if you really think about this, if you really – It shows you what kind of goofy day it's going to be today. If you really believed in Trevor Lawrence, right, if you called up Urban Meyer in Jacksonville and said, all right, you know what, I'm willing to give you Patrick Mahomes and all the headaches that come with that as far as not necessarily with Mahomes but with the contract and all that money and locking up all that money, you know, and you give me Trevor Lawrence, you know, the number one overall pick, and then you rattle off a couple of their players. They got a couple of decent players. I know it's Jacksonville, but uh, that running back is pretty good. Their wide receiver is pretty good. You know, I wonder if, if Jacksonville would say, yeah, absolutely. And if you're Kansas City, why not? You know what? This is not like 1980, 1990 NFL football. You can win with, we've seen it. We've seen it happen more times than not. Teams win with quarterbacks in their first five years. You know, whether it's uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, whether it was uh, Seattle with Russell Wilson, uh, whether it was the the Ravens with Joe Flacco, these teams all won Super Bowls with quarterbacks in their first five years, their first contracts. They've yet to win Super Bowls, you know, Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers. They've yet to win Super Bowls with quarterbacks that have re-signed a second time making a gazillion dollars. We've, we've broken it down before. I, I refuse to believe. I know there's supposed to be some new money coming in. I don't doubt for a second uh, when the TV contracts, and that's what they're talking about with this contract with Prescott and the Cowboys saying that uh, this contract's not going to be as bad two years from now when the network contracts are up and the NFL asks for a 15, 20, 30, 40, 50%, 100% raise. And I don't doubt for a second they'll get it. What is is CBS going to say? No. What is Fox going to say? No. You know, unless they all got together and said, listen, we gotta draw the line here somewhere. Yeah, you know, we're we're paying these guys billions of dollars a year. And now they're asking for, you know, several billions of that. we just can't do it. You just, you know, uh, but I, I'm sure there'll be some, you know, goofy website that says, okay, I'll pay you though the other money, you know, or some streaming service. So the, no doubt the NFL is gonna, you know, double their money in the next couple of years. But I, I still wouldn't pay a quarterback forty million bucks. You got a salary cap of you know whether it's this year or future years, right around two hundred million dollars, and you're going to give forty million to one guy, and you got fifty plus other guys you have to pay. I, I mean, you don't have to be a mathematician, you don't have to be a genius uh, to figure out that, that doesn't make any sense. You, you got two hundred million, and you're giving forty million to one guy. You got one hundred sixty million left over for the other fifty plus players. It, it, you know, but you know what? He's in. So that's our poll question: Prescott, Cousins, Wentz, other. Posted about five minutes ago, and we already got 29 votes, uh, which may not seem like a lot, but for five minutes, it's a lot at 5 o'clock in the morning. So if you you put up an NFL question, you'll get a gazillion votes. So go to your Opposite Picks feed, get your vote in, and we'll update that a couple of times uh, before we are through. Our question yesterday was uh, another over in the NBA All-Star Game hit Sunday night. Easiest bet all year. Yeah, my boy Joey Chestnut. Hot dog eating contest at Nathan's. I know it sounds goofy. It's not NFL. It's not college football. It's not NBA, college basketball, even hockey or tennis. I should have thrown tennis in there. That's an easy one. Uh, It's Joey Chestnut. You got to lay about 15, 20 to 1, but 44% of the vote. Easiest winner every single year. Over in the NBA All-Star game, getting 35% of the vote. Under. You got to be a mope to bet the under in an All-Star game, right? Uh, under an NHL game seven, uh, 15%. And then the proverbial other getting 6%. So, but again, uh, get ours up there for today. And, uh, we'll update that a couple times before we are through. So here's uh let, let's keep the gambling aspect of it alive here for a sec before I give you my thoughts on it. Uh, Packers, uh, or excuse me, the, uh, Cowboys. I, I should have looked yesterday. You know, I was going to have this whole thing about how today is the deadline that you can franchise a player. So, you know, the couple teams, including Prescott with the Cowboys, needed to make a decision sometime today. I should have looked at the odds because Dallas is 29-1. to I'm guessing that got lowered a little bit, although most people thought, come hook or crook, that Dallas was either going to franchise Prescott or sign him to this long-term deal. I don't think many people thought that he was going to walk, but I, I wonder what it was before yesterday. I should have looked, son of a gun. But they're twenty-nine to one still, which is you no, know, it's not great. You know, chefs are five to one. Tampa Bay is nine and a half to one. Buffalo's eleven to one. Boy, a lot of love for the Bills. Uh, Packers are eleven to one, so they're tied for the third uh, best uh, odds. Rams thirteen, Ravens uh, fourteen. Niners, 14. Saints, 18. That's interesting. I'm telling you, I still think Drew Brees is coming back. Seattle is 20. I wouldn't touch that. Brownies are 22. Colts, 24. Titans, 27. That's not bad. Uh, our beloved Dolphins, 28 somehow or another. The Dolphins. Our Miami Dolphins have better odds to win the Super Bowl than Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowgirls. Wow our Do- when is the last think about this dolphin fans as we go off on a tangent here but that's okay when is the last time if you're driving pull over when's the last time the Miami Dolphins opened up a season as a better slash lower favorite to win the Super Bowl than the at 28 to one than the Dallas Cowboys at 29 to one. The Pittsburgh Steelers at thirty one to one, and the and here's the one where you gotta pull over. the New England Patriots at forty to one. Wow. I mean you literally you gotta go pre you you gotta go back about twenty years. You know, even the one year the Dolphins won the division, Brady got hurt in the first game against Kansas City. So heading into that year, no doubt the Patriots were a better favorite than the Dolphins. So, you you literally got to go back about 20 years. You got to go back to the Ricky Williams, Pothead, Jay Fiedler, Miami Dolphins, probably. Wow. I, we should take a snapshot of that on FanDuel. I mean, Dolphins 28 to 1, and the Patriots are our worst favorite at 40 to 1. How about that? Dolphins are better than the uh, Eagles that won a Super Bowl just a couple of years ago. Better than uh, the Arizona Cardinals, that seemingly are you know in this great position, getting all these great players. Right, the Cardinals are forty to one still. The Vikings and Dopey Kirk Cousins, the Atlanta Falcons, which went to a Super Bowl, obviously just a couple of years ago, blowing that big lead twenty-eight-three. They're sixty to one. Broncos in Elway sixty-five to one. The Dolphins at 28 with two. Did the FanDuel watch two last year? Do they know something we don't know? You know, are the Dolphins going to pull off of the Sean Watson trade? Are they going to go get Russell Wilson? And how about the Seattle Sea Girls yesterday revealing that uh, somebody did anyway, that they they, they left Wilson off their uh, mailing letter that they sent out to the season ticket holders, as we mentioned before. That's funny. Yeah, you talk about petty or playing games, or maybe that's just they realize they are actually going to trade him. I can't believe it. But we'll get into some of this NFL stuff for sure. More coming up. Scott Wetzel sitting in on a Tuesday morning. Sports Good Radio, Sirius XM 204.
0: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
1: Jackson, step. Jackson, sidearm toss. It's on the money. Now in his second year out of BYU, youngest of seven kids. Third and four, Jackson, end zone, touchdown! Now, playing with his his foot the entire year, gutted it out. He looks a heck of a lot better now. Third and eight, Jackson, down the sideline. The rookie out of Ohio State. Jackson going to keep it, has the first down and plenty more. Lamar Jackson running away from people and down the sideline. Yeah, you may be saying on a uh, Tuesday morning, why are they playing the Lamar Jackson highlights? Are they get things confused <clears throat> at 5 o'clock in the morning, as things can be? No, no, because laugh all you want, uh, Baltimore Raven fans, on this dopey Dak Prescott four-year, $160 million contract. A guy who never won a big game in his life, as we like to say here on the morning show, opposite picks. Scott Wetzel sitting in. Four years, $160 million largest signing bonus in NFL history. I don't really mind that $66 million, What's the difference if you get it first year, second year? It's all part of the guarantee. That's really the the, the big thing. I don't care. He's got $126 million apparently guaranteed in this deal. Uh, I don't care if he gets $126 million, uh up front. What, what's the difference? You know, you're getting it. So whether you get it in one year, you get it in three years or four years. If you're Jerry Jones or some of these other owners, you have the money. You're rich as rich can be. So no big deal. That's not what's so impressive, the signing bonus. It's the $40 million a year for a quarterback who I think most people think is just above average. Uh, You know, they may not be as down on him as I am, but I I think if you polled fans, not executives, executives are bozos, they don't know. Uh, You're talking about fans. I think most fans would put him right around between... Uh 7 to 17, 7 to 15 in that range, probably above, you know, halfway, just just above the halfway point. That's it. And we play Lamar Jackson highlights because I could hear Raven fans laughing. I could hear Cleveland Browns fans laughing. I could hear Baker Mayfield, uh, or Josh Allen, Buffalo Bills fans laughing, right? But uh don't laugh too loud, boys, because you're up next. Nah, Lamar Jackson, Baker Mayfield. Josh Allen all up next. And Dak Prescott, who hasn't really won squat, whose biggest claim to fame is that when he was out with Andy Dalton last year, the Cowboys really didn't distinguish themselves. You know, that's probably his biggest, best bargaining chip he had. Listen, I, I went out and the team went into complete tank. Forgetting about the fact that the team had a losing record, the, the games that he did play last year. Forgetting about the fact that he's never taken him to a Super Bowl or an NFC Championship game or anywhere close. Forget about all that stuff. But just know that without him, the team really kind of fell apart. So that was his biggest bargaining chip. But So if you're going to pay Dak Prescott four years, $160 million, what's Baltimore going to pay Lamar Jackson in two years? What, what are the Cleveland Browns? Who have been crying out for a quarterback, desperate for just some, just some halfway decent football. And say what you want about Baker. And you know I'm not a big fan of his, but he's done that. You know, Buffalo, which has been in the dumps, you know, still searching for that all-elusive Super Bowl. Finally got themselves a quarterback and Josh Allen. What are the bills gonna pay Josh Allen? All three of those guys are gonna be up. Now, here's the thing with those guys. Mayfield, Jackson, Allen, all in the same draft, all have fifth-year options. So they have this year, which is the fourth year. Technically, they could become a free agent after that, but the clubs, Browns, Ravens, Bills, all have the ability to say, okay, and it's it's coming up here, and, and, and no doubt they will with all three of those guys, Guarantee the fifth year. So you actually have two more years. And I know that's what you're telling me, Scott. They don't really have to worry about this year. They have another year. That is, While that is true, so did Kansas City with Pat Mahomes. So did the Houston Texans with Deshaun Watson. And they signed new deals with those two guys before entering the fifth year. So I can't help but think Mayfield's people, Jackson's people, Allen's people are going to be saying the same thing. Listen. If Kansas City took care of Mahomes and if, Buff- and if uh, Houston took care of Watson, you guys should take care of our guys. So you know it's going to come up. You got one more year. Now, if you're Cleveland, you certainly want to see one more successful year at a Baker. If you're the Ravens with Lamar, you know, you like to see him get a little better. You know, we- we've seen his limitations. We we know what, what his issues are. i like to think they'd get one more year out of him. Uh, before they rip up that fifth year, Josh Allen in Buffalo, I think they're pretty secure with him. I, I think out of the three, I think the Bills with Allen. Uh, although the Ravens love Lamar Jackson, but you know, I, I think the Bills with Allen. For me, I, I'm more secure with him than I am the other two quarterbacks. So, but again, if you're giving Dak Prescott four years, forty million, what are you giving Baker Mayfield? What do you, Lamar Jackson? I mean, Buffalo with Josh Allen, who's brought that team from down in the dumps, right? Uh, all three of these guys. Well, uh, Lamar, took over a pretty good Ravens team. But Raven, you know, Lamar might have the highest appeal to their particular club, but it's Mayfield and Allen that have brought their clubs just from the doldrums and are just so satisfied with just being in the postseason. Um, what are you talking, Lamar? 45 million? You want you want to go fifty million? The TV contracts are up after the 2022 season, which means I'm guessing they're starting to negotiate right around now. You might get one more year in. I don't think they're going to start negotiating after the 22 season. They, they wouldn't do that. They're going to start negotiating, you know, uh, in the middle of next year if they haven't already. So they're going to have a general idea how much more money they're getting. And I get it. They're going to get a gazillion dollars. You name your price. Billion, two billion, three billion a year, literally from each one of these networks every single season. Man, it's just amazing. It is just amazing how much money the NFL makes. Wow. So, but still, you still want to give one guy 45, 50 million dollars a year. It's a dangerous thing, you know, it's a dangerous thing because. You gotta count on that guy wanting to still play. You really gotta look at the character of these guys and say, all right, talent-wise, even though I'm designating, you know, a good portion of my salary cap to one guy, I don't care what Wetzel says, you know what, I'm okay with that. We'll find a way, blah, 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 blah. Okay. But you gotta find the guy, and I I, you know, have never been in that position. You gotta find the guy that is going to make Literally 40 to 45 to maybe 50. Who knows with Lamar Jackson, right? Maybe $50 million a year and still want to play football and still want to go through the rigors of being a successful quarterback, and a quarterback in particular. Not an offensive lineman where you can just say, yeah, yeah, I'm big, I'm fat, I'm just going to block the guy in front of me. Not a defensive lineman who's big and fat just says, you know what, I'm just going to stand here and make sure they don't run by me. You know, not a defensive end who just needs, yeah, I'll get one sack a game. and The quarterback's going to throw 40 times. I'll get one. Who cares? I don't have to go through anything special. Quarterback, no. You got to go through all those uh, film sessions. You got to sit down. You got to put extra time in. You got to work with your wide receivers. You got to go with offensive coordinators. You got to deal with head coaches. You're making $40, $50 million a year. You got to have that drive. Does Baker Mayfield? Does Lamar Jackson? Does Josh Allen? I don't know. Does Dak Prescott? Don't know. Not around him every single day. But. It's more than just, are they worth it on the field? Are you getting that same guy once you give him that kind of money? Who knows how people – I don't even know people know how they're going to react to that. I mean, you think about Dak Prescott. Now, listen, he went to an SEC school, so he was recruited out of high school, so it's not a fluke. It's not like Carson Wentz going to, you know, North Dakota State here. So he's had some success, but not like this. You know, he sits back today – Knowing he's got a hundred and sixty million dollars coming his way in four seasons. Four. Not to mention all the other endorsements he has. Not to mention the next contract he's gonna get. I mean, that's a lot of freaking money. That is a lot of money. So uh I would not have given, I just I just wouldn't, you know. And and look at the you know, look at FanDuel. You know, if that's an indication if you want to go by the boys in Vegas on whether you did a good deal or not, you know, look at FanDuel's odds at 29-1. to 1. No matter what they were yesterday, they didn't come down that much, you know. The, the, the If you put Tom Brady on some of these teams, those odds would drop. Now, is it fair to compare him to Tom Brady? Well, you know what, a 43-year-old Tom Brady, yeah, I think it is fair. You know, you put a 43-year-old on Tom Brady, uh, on, on Dallas, those odds would go down to, uh, you know, 15-1. to 1. You put Tom Brady on uh, the Indianapolis Colts instead of Carson Wentz, those odds dropped to 15 to 1. You put uh, him on the New Orleans Saints instead of uh, you know who knows who their quarterback is going to be this year, those odds drop to 10 to 1, if not lower. So that might give you an indication of what the boys in Vegas think of uh of this of this deal. That's 60 and the question I have is for this listen we know Jerry Jones and his uh, son have said numerous times, well, you know, we're Russell, we're, uh, Dak Prescott's in a great negotiating position. Boy, he's got all the uh, cards. He holds the hammer. You know, all these idiotic things you would never say. But Dak wanted a four-year deal because he wants to be that much closer to free agency when he's younger. He wanted $40 million. Cowboys wanted a five-year deal and anywhere between 30 and $35 million. So Prescott not only got his four-year deal, not the five years that the Cowboys were hoping for, he also got the amount of money he was hoping for, not what Dallas was hoping for. So it's like, if Jerry Jones was going to fold this easily, then what's, what's the point? Why not just franchise him? If you're paying him $40 million, you could have franchised him for even less money. ten, play action from Allen. Puts the mail on the left bars and it's caught, Beasley! For the Bills. They begin this drive with play action on first down. Allen taking a shot wide, open his Dicks. Allen has time, now here they come. Throwing to the end zone. Was it caught? Touchdown! Yeah, you're up, Buffalo. You're up, Cleveland, and you're up, Baltimore Ravens. All three with Dak Prescott decisions to make. Uh, sometime this season, more than likely. Scott Wetzel sitting in on this uh, Tuesday morning, taking it right up until 7 a.m. Eastern time, talking a little NFL here. NBA obviously still in the All-Star break. A little college basketball. We'll get to a couple of hockey notes as well, but uh, a lot of football today. And uh, we'll help go over the, some of the uh, FanDuel lines as well for not only the Super Bowl, but the conference as well. But just talking about the Dak Prescott thing, four years, $160 million. First three years averaging forty two million. So a little bit of a discount that fourth year, when no doubt they'll probably rip it up and, and do a new deal right after that. Uh 126 million is guaranteed. He gets a sixty six million dollar signing bonus. That's the most in NFL history. But again, that, that really doesn't that doesn't impress me. Uh you know, it's the guarantee that really counts, whether he gets it in all all the first year, all the second all the third year. What's the difference? But he's guaranteed three years. And that that's the bottom line. You know, in a lot of ways, it works out well for Dallas. I know they wanted a fifth year, but it wasn't going to be guaranteed more than likely. So, uh, you know, Prescott wanted a four-year deal. This way, he could be, you know, a little bit younger heading into his second monster contract versus a little bit older. I I can't believe, like I said before the break there, I I don't understand why it lasted this long. You know, if if Jerry Jones was going to cave into both the amount of years and the amount of money, what's the point? You know, why create all this drama? Maybe because he liked it. Maybe that's it. Maybe whenever time he or his son was throwing out, well, Prescott's got all the cards, and we really love him, and this and that, and he's going to be, here. you know, maybe that was his way of appeasing the cowboy fan into saying, you know, don't worry about it. Uh, we're just screwing around here. We, we want to prolong this as long as possible. We want to get free publicity. We want this. We want that. But we know that we're going to ultimately give up uh, our demands. And if you're Prescott, I mean, you would have been an idiot at this point to sign a five-year deal if you really wanted four, or you would have signed for thirty-five million. If if he really wanted 40. I mean, he was telling the world the Joneses were anyway that they were going to give him whatever he wanted. It's just amazing that, again, if I'm Jerry Jones, it's not worth the price of publicity. He really isn't. I would have gotten this deal done a long time ago. I can't help but think that if you went to Prescott's people, you know, six months from now or a year ago, and gave him this deal, he would have said, okay, where do I sign? So why, why create all that ill will and all that other nonsense? I, I don't I don't quite get it. But, again, free publicity. Everyone's talking about Dallas. Everyone's talking about Dak and this and that. So I, I suppose that's what they were buying. But next up, now Baker, Lamar, and Josh. Again, all three of those guys entering into their fourth year. All three respective teams have the ability to franchise him. But as we pointed out before, so did Kansas City with Mahomes. So did Houston with the Sean Watson. And both gave them new contracts before their fifth year. So we'll see how they act. I don't know if these three guys would say, you know what, I want to wait because the new TV money will come in after the 2022 season, which is be after their fifth year. So maybe they think they're going to make that much more. I mean, wow, you know, I I mean, why risk injury? How much more are you gonna make? I mean, how much more you hate to say it because it's the answer is always, you know, a lot, but how much do you need, right? I mean, if I could sign on the dotted line right now, if I'm Lamar Jackson, I'm Baker Mayfield, especially Baker, because he's the one that, you know, I think you know, if Lamar stays healthy, he's gonna be this good for a few years before he starts slowing down. Josh Allen looks like he's gonna be good for a while. Baker's the one where it's like, eh, you know, is he really that good? If the Cleveland Browns came to Baker Mayfield and said, we're willing to give you this same deal right now, sign on the bottom line, four years, $160 million. And while that may sound crazy, Two years from now, that may be a bit of a bargain. I, I don't know. You know, it's amazing. I mean, we're six months after a Patrick Mahomes deal, and we've already eclipsed that. It, it, they're not coming down. The, these contracts and these salaries are not coming down. So, if you're Baker, I think I'd sign on the dotted line. If I'm the, I'm, listen, I'd probably sign on the dotted line if I were all these guys. But I, I can see Jackson's people and Allen's people saying, eh, all right, you know, you want to wait two more years? We'll be successful. Don't worry about it. You know, instead of forty million dollars, it'll be up to fifty million dollars because instead of getting uh, you know ten million, ten billion with a B billion dollars a year from these uh, network contracts, the NFL is going to be getting about fifteen to twenty billion dollars a year. Man, it's amazing. You know, and, and now they're thinking about you know having a Monday night uh, playoff game. I'm really surprised they don't have a Friday night. Out of all the uh, the wherewithal,s of you know, make every single penny we possibly can. I'm surprised they have left Friday night alone. I really am. Um, if anything, I'd move Thursday night to Friday night, to tell you the truth. And I'm even surprised they've left Saturday night alone, because quite frankly, if you look at the Saturday college football schedule, there really aren't that many good games. You know, it's mostly college Saturday afternoon. It really is. You know, generally eight o'clock, nine o'clock, you'll get the you know the Mountain West games. Uh, you'll get a couple of Pac-12 games. You'll get, you know, every once in a while an SEC game of the week at night. But for the most part, Saturday nights really are pretty bare. And if I'm the NFL and I don't care about running over people, and I can make another $2, 3000000000 billion a year because I can get, you know, CBS or NBC or whatever to pony up. You know, TNT wants to get involved, no doubt. You know, TNT comes to me and says, listen, uh, we got nothing going on Saturdays. All right, we don't care about college football. We don't broadcast college football. We'll give you two billion dollars a year for a college Saturday night or for an NFL Saturday night game or a Friday night. We got nothing going on Friday night. Same thing. We don't do uh, college football. I can't help but think the NFL would say yes to that. So, man, it's unlimited. But that all said, if I'm uh, if I'm Baker, I'd sign on the dotted line. And I just wonder how high. How high is how high? Amazing. How about the Seattle's Russell Wilson? All right, so they leave him off this letter to fans, thanking the fans for their support. You know, they mentioned Tyler Lockett. They mentioned DK Metcalf. They mentioned apparently some members of the coaching staff. They did not mention Russell Wilson in this letter to the season ticket holders. How funny is that? I mean, is it possible? We keep on reading that if they trade him, it'll be a $40 million salary cap hit. But you know what? I'm no salary cap expert. I'm not, but you know, there always seems to be some little loophole that none of these so-called insiders know about. They, they they always seem to forget the rules, or know, well, they could spread it out over two years if they wanted to. So it's really not forty million this year. It could be, but if they spread it out over two years, it's only twenty-seven million this year. There's always some way. Where, where there's a will, there's a way. You know, we didn't think the Pittsburgh Steelers were going to be able to keep Ben Roethlisberger, right? Forty-plus million-dollar salary. Salary cap hit 27 if they cut him, uh, 41 if they would have kept him on the team as it was. They found a way to get it done, they got they, they whacked it all the way down to about 15 million somehow, some way. You know, so yeah, the Carson Wentz, the Eagles were able to trade Carson Wentz, and the salary cap hit they took. So if Seattle really wanted to get rid of Russell Wilson, salary cap or not, that they, they, they would find a way. I can't believe they're contemplating it. I really, you know, I, I don't know if they're doing it just to screw around with Wilson just to kind of put him in his place, uh, tell him, listen, we're the boss, and if we want to get rid of you, we'll get rid of you, or if we don't want to promote you, you know, we've taken care of you, and how does it feel not to be promoted? I I I don't know what their their goal is, but it's not a mistake that he was not mentioned in a letter to fans when Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf and members of the coaching staff were. You you don't make that kind of mistake. I'm sorry that that was done on purpose. I'd be a little leery as far as – you know, I don't know what they would get back in a trade, but I'm guessing it would be a court, a young quarterback that you know might not be able to win right now if he was traded to to the Dolphins. You know, with Tua, you put two on that team. Is that a Super Bowl caliber team? I don't think so. So right now, the Seahawks are twenty to one on Fanduel. I wouldn't be betting them. No way, no how. Uh, I might be putting a couple shekels on Miami, and that may explain why the Dolphins have better odds, to, as we talked about, than the Patriots and Pittsburgh Steelers, and even LA Chargers, for that matter, uh, because they're assuming something's going to happen. Is it? Is it possible the Dolphins are actually going to get Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson? How about those two guys? You know, two players that actually want to come to Miami. Wow. Eagles quarter, uh, owner Jeffrey Lurie has told the team apparently that uh, he's uh, interested in making Jalen Hurts successful, not really creating a quarterback competition. Eagles are 65 to 1. Wow. They have really fallen off the map. You know, I don't mind this versus really having a guy you bring in there like a Ryan Fitzpatrick that might actually beat him out. He wants to bring in a couple of stiffs. So basically, he's handing the team over to Jalen Hurts. So, okay. I just don't get all the stuff that they went through when they drafted this guy. Well, well, you know, you draft him out of the blue, you piss off your quarterback. You tell your quarterback, you know, no, you're our guy, you're our guy, you're our guy, even though the whole world's like, well, would you would you draft Jalen Hurts for that if he's your guy? You know, young quarterback just signed up to a monster contract extension. You know, why why would you do that? You know, they they should have just traded Wentz right then. Really, just you know, maybe they figured we needed the year to figure out what we really have with Hurts. And it didn't take them long, you know, one year to say, okay, you're going to be our guy. But, boy, did they just drop the ball on that. Just absolutely drop the ball on that one. And speaking of our Dolphins, oh, by the way, back to them, they get this Isaiah Wilson dude from the Tennessee Titans. He was taken in the first round last year, 29th. Won't spend too much time on this, but it is interesting. He was taken 29th overall by the Titans in the first round. He's been nothing but trouble. He played four downs last year as a rookie. Uh, COVID issues, DUI issues, uh, threatening to jump off a second floor balcony issues, training camp issues with with police breaking up a party he was throwing. Uh, He has just been nothing but a big headache for Tennessee. GM John Robinson saying he needs to determine if he wants to be a football player or not. Uh, You know, they had it up to here. And they put him on the open market, and all the Dolphins gave up was a seventh-round pick, and they also got a seventh-round pick back from Tennessee. So they really didn't even give up a seventh-round pick. I mean, they basically swapped seventh-round picks this year for next year, and they get a guy that was taken in the first round. Now, he's a bird brain, but he went to the same prep school as Dolphins head coach Brian Flores did here in Brooklyn. So they think they might have some kind of bond. Maybe that can kind of, you know, get him back on track. I don't know how you go from a, uh, you know, first overall, a first-round pick to just nobody wanting you. I mean, nobody. I mean, 30 other teams besides the Dolphins, 31, and nobody wanted this guy. I mean, not even a seventh-round pick. Now, you got to pay him $4 million bucks. Now that's the only other issue. You know, people say, "Well, you got him for nothing. Why not? Why not? Why not?" Well, because you got to pay him four million dollars. You're picking up his rookie contract, so you're you're you know, he's got a guaranteed four million dollars, and now the Dolphins are on the hook for. Him. Is it worth the gamble? I suppose, but when the Dolphins don't have any money to sign Ryan Fitzpatrick, you could look to a contract like this. You know, is it worth the gamble, or do you save money for Fitzpatrick? You know, I suppose it's worth the gamble. But they didn't get him for absolute, absolute free, as it appears. You know, $4 million is $4 million, especially in a year in which, uh, you know, the cap is so uh, so small. But uh, on the surface, not a bad deal for our Dolphins. All right. Uh, easy, easy time to get to. A lot of phone calls. Hopefully next hour right here, Opposite Picks. Close out, hour number one. Let's check out our poll question: Overrated, excuse be overpaid quarterback, which kind of is the same thing. But the Dak gets a four-year, hundred and sixty million dollar deal. We posted our uh, our poll question: uh, Who's the most overpaid quarterback in the NFL? And uh, Dak Prescott and Kirk Cousins uh, leading the way. Thirty, actually, check that. Carson Wentz leading the way at thirty-three uh, percent of the vote. Which is thirty-two million dollars a year for him. Cousins uh, making thirty-three million. Got thirty-one. Dak with his forty million-dollar deal got thirty-one. And then the proverbial other getting five uh, percent of the vote. One of the guys on our YouTube chat said uh, Ben Roethlisberger. Although I don't think Roethlisberger at this point he's not making that that much money. Speaking of making money, just uh, see the story on Nick Chubb, Cleveland Brown fans. He's denying a claim that he took money to stay in Georgia his senior year. Get through some high school football coach. Uh Down there, Rush Propst, uh, P-R-O-P-S-T, claims that in 2017, when Chubb decided to return to Georgia for his senior season, which running backs generally don't do, ATN did it for, for Clemson uh, this past year, but generally they, they come out, that Georgia Boosters gave him $180,000 to persuade him to stay. Now, Chubb has denied it. Uh, this uh, guy proclaims in a secretly recorded conversation that both Georgia and Alabama routinely play cash to their players. Well, I, listen, I don't doubt that. I, I don't doubt all these guys get money. You know, listen, some of these boosters are multi-millionaires, and they'll do anything to win championships and be good. You know, would it be so crazy as to maybe not chub himself, but take the mother, father aside, brother aside, whatever, and say, here's $180,000? I don't doubt. That stuff happens all the time. I, I really. That that's why college football, college sports is as dirty as dirt can be. So I, I really don't doubt it, and I don't even necessarily. We've seen it with the college basketball. What what's really done? I'm telling you, I'm sure they could do an expose that would shock people beyond belief. It really could get some people to, to uh, sell out. But all right, hour number one in the books. Full hour to go. We'll get into the college basketball stuff, the hockey stuff. Our boy West is on the ice tonight. All coming up. opposite of Pick Series, except two four.